It's not my fault. There's a wall here. But you know the wall's there. I don't speak to them. Walls don't talk to me. Um, after all the haunted stories we've done, I really wouldn't put that out there. What? I had the walls in the catacombs, and you had the walls in the bedroom. Like, are you tempting them? I'll be at home, and they'll be like, hey. <laughs> no. But seriously, you've messed me up. I, me? Yeah, I listened to some of those murder podcasts, and then while I was driving here, I saw a garbage bag on the side of the road, and I was like, please, 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 don't let there be body parts in there. You've ruined me. Don't let there be body parts in there. Well, I mean, at least you're aware of your surroundings. Yeah, I wouldn't ever think to look at garbage bags on the side of the road. Well... You never know, and now you're aware, so it's fine. Yeah. So you want to go open it with me? No. Oh, okay. No, I don't. Never mind. Oh, my God. Sometimes I worry about myself. I have problems. Shelby. This is Heckle and Shied. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're doing that. Right. It's still a thing. Right. Which is... <laughs> I totally didn't think we'd make it to a fourth episode. Lately, I've been calling it Sheckle and Hyde in my head, and it's just been throwing me off. And It's Heckle and I Shied. know. I came up with it. I know you did. <laughs> um, and uh, shout out to Cody, because um, <clears throat> I bought a microphone and... And then found out that it literally had not been recording one thing. And the only thing that was picking up was my iPad. So hopefully this will be the last episode where you guys have to deal with subpar audio. Well, you know, delicious. the quality of the sound isn't great, but our quality is pretty great. But we're worth it. Yeah, we're worth it, I guess. I think we're worth it. We have peanuts. No, peanuts. they're not. They're... They're... Like coconut covered pecans, which is a step up from peanuts. They're so good. <laughs> They're so good. Oh, the, the roommate brought them home. Mm. I can't get it open, Haley. You ah! rip. <laughs> well, I can't. There's no like. Oh well. There you go. Let's be sensible. Give me my peanuts. <laughs> okay. That's too much sense. Yeah. So. You know how we could just talk about random stuff on this podcast, but we don't we do that anyway. Yeah, we do. But Fuck. we do sometimes have a point. Yeah, or some stories. Today you get to go first. I know that's what I was segueing into, and you just ruined my segue. By are we doing segues? <laughs> my bad. Yeah. Well, you know, I was trying to be classy about it. But I guess we'll just be awkward. Cause... I'm in a bathrobe. <laughs> okay. Bathrobes are classy. Especially um, if it's a black one. We're sitting in this cute little podcast corner that my son made for us. It was so cute. So. He got us everything. Drinks, snacks, little stand. <laughs> the Coliseum. I love that he brought my fucking coasters up here. <laughs> And straws if we need them. I can't drink without straws. No. I literally never can. That's why he brought them up here. Yeah, he just knows you so well. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised he didn't bring a beer in here, but I guess he figured I had shit to do <laughs> after the podcast. Or maybe he just didn't want you spilling your guts to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> smart kid, smart kid. Yeah. People would be scared. 
I would be scared. Yeah. They really shouldn't. Oh, that reminds me. I should give a warning Why? for this haunting. Just in case, you know, people are listening to this in the dark. Turn on the lights. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe go find something to cuddle with. I don't know. Or someone. Or some, Well, yeah, if you're that cool. <laughs> oh, God, Gatorade almost came out of my nose. Oh, that would have been funny to see. I would have laughed at you. It would have hurt. Yeah. So, recently, you know, I was in Chicago. Yay! Yay! And my little gift to you is a haunting from Chicago. I went by this place. I didn't have time to go in, but... Did you take pictures? I did take pictures. Yes! They're not as good as some other ones, though. It's so much better if you took them, though. Yeah, I did take the pictures. And it is, like, the number one haunted hotel in America, so, you know. Are you serious? It's one of them. It's up there. I don't know if it's number one. <laughs> it's in the top five. It's Quote really, her on that. Yeah. I want to be quoted. <laughs> <laughs> said. That's what she said. But instead of she, it's me. I'm a Haley. Yeah. That's what Haley said? That's what Haley said. Okay. I am a she, so it still works. Are you? Sometimes I question it. Same. Yeah. Well, you wait, you question me being female or you? <laughs> I love your little panic. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> Only I can question it. Me. Okay. I question it. Oh, yeah. I remember we had this discussion. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Okay. So, if you don't know what I'm talking about, this hotel is the Congress Plaza Hotel. I feel like there should be some dramatic whoop, whoop. music, right? Okay, that's good enough. I'll have Cody add music. Cody add music. Yes. And I don't want, like, some crazy, just random Disney music going in the background, okay? This is You legally can't stuff. even do that. No, that's probably true. I don't want some knockoff Disney song playing in the background. No, Cody produces, Sammy makes the music. So, Sammy, make us haunted music right there. Yeah. I didn't even know there was a Sammy. Sorry, Yeah, Sammy. Sammy's the one who did our intro. Oh, well, thank you, Sammy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, I appreciate it. It's I can't awesome. take her anywhere. No, I don't remember anyone. Or, yeah. So, there You're literally going to hear me chewing this whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> maybe our microphone's not the best. Or maybe I'm just eating. Not true. So, there are several ghosts. And I actually wrote notes this time. And I might just follow them so I don't have to think about what to say, you know? I even scripted jokes in here for you? <laughs> she scripted. <laughs> okay. I'm totally joking. I didn't do that. I don't believe you. It doesn't say Shelby says anywhere in here. This is all for me to read. I do have a joke in here. Okay. Let's hear it. <laughs> oh no, you can't wait. You have to wait till I get to that spot. All right. Okay. So I'm just going to start with the most famous ghosts that they say are there. Okay. Okay. So number Wait, are you doing one. any history on the hotel? Because I don't know anything about it. No. It okay. was built around the same time as the world's first Chicago fair, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was actually built, if I remember correctly, in... Um, I don't give a shit about the year, but it was one of the hotels used when the very first fair came. But fun fact about that fair, it was the first... Do you know this part? I probably do, and you're going to ruin my whole thing, but go ahead. Your whole thing? Just go no, ahead. This fair was the first fair or anything that, like, electricity was... Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Have you seen North and South? 
what? Never mind. <laughs> like, it's a direction, Haley. It has Richard Armitage in it, and he's so hot. Anyway. So. R- oh, hold on. I'm going to Google Richard Armitage. Yeah, Armitage. Anyway, Armpit? Armitage. <laughs> okay, my bad. It might be a silent H at the front. I never remember. Anyway, so in that movie, they have a scene where he's at the first World Fair. Okay. So I was just referencing that, and also because Richard is hot. I called him Robert the other day to a real fan, and they got mad at me. A real fan? <laughs> a real fan? What does that even mean? I mean, you know, someone who Oh! Is. Isn't he hot? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, okay, you don't agree with me. Uh, you have to hear his voice. Like, singing voice? Mm-mm. He reads stuff. He reads me sexy stories. But <laughs> <laughs> he reads me? Okay. Just like, you know, Charles Dickens. Understandable. <laughs> Jesus. Alright, let's get to this story. Uh, okay. So, the most famous ghost that you can probably find there is Al Capone. Yeah! Yeah. He never really lived there or owned it, despite what rumors say, but he did have a lot of his gang members there. Shout out to the mobsters. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great shout out to give. It is for me. <laughs> so, yeah. It's he... sentimental as fuck. <laughs> He held his business there, and he his used... His business? <laughs> did, do you want me to put it in Yes, please quotes? put air quotes. His business. Okay. I did air quotes. And they used the marble line corridors beneath to do their smuggling. Yeah. I want to smuggle. Like tunnels? I think so. That's what it sounded like. So what you're telling me is, is that we need to go find the tunnels? Yeah, it'll be like <laughs> another catacomb. I'm search. fine with that. Yeah, it'll be fine. And then... We also know that he ordered one of at least one man to be in prison there with his mobsters, so they had one man under guard there. They like held someone hostage yeah. at this hotel. Yeah, it's not awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And we also know that there is a connection between the St. Valentine's Day massacre and this hotel because Jake Greasy Thumb Guzik. I mean, that's that like, name. It sounds like some Butterfingers or something. Greasy, Greasy thumb. thumb. I bet he's very clumsy. Well, back in the day, at least in Bristol in England, when somebody was referred to as having a greasy thumb or anything like that, they mm-hmm. were um, good at stealing money. Ah, uh, that makes sense. But I'm still gonna call him clumsy. So that just makes me feel like he's stuck his thumb in bacon grease, doesn't it? It's like. Meh. I messed up cooking. That's gross. <laughs> Here's gross. your eggs. Blech. A little bit of hair in it. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Probably greasy hair. <laughs> anyway, this greasy thumb called Al Capone in Florida from a phone in the hotel right before the massacre and right after the massacre. I mean, I'm not going to say that's like evidence, but it's pretty fucking yeah. ev- evidence-y. Yeah. You know, that's a good that's word. That's a strong, solid evidence. It's strong. <laughs> I mean, it sounds super circumstantial, but... Don't we usually use circumstantial evidence? Yeah. Absolved. Wait, that's the wrong word. <laughs> <laughs> Solved. Solved. Anyway, so his ghost is normally seen roaming the lobby of the hotel. Al Capone's? Yeah. That motherfucker gets around a lot, because he's an Alcatraz, too. I know. We're going to talk about this one day. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. It'll be fabulous. So, there's Al Capone, and then there's Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah! Yeah! One of my favorite presidents. I I love it. He's so cool. He's Mm. a rough writer. (laughs) (laughs) He's a rough writer. No, literally. That's what he was called, a rough writer. I know, but, like, all that, (sighs) you won't know this song. It's a hip-hop song, but it's like, it's like, stop. 
drop, shut it down, open up shop, and then it's like something, something. That's a rough rider's roll. Okay, cut that out. Yeah, <laughs> um, I don't know if we're legally allowed to have that. Well, I did it. I don't even, I think Ja Rule sang it, and he needs some fucking mic time. I'm going to ruin him. Okay. Sorry. So, yeah, this hotel has had a lot of prominent guests throughout the ages, so there's some history on the hotel, a little bit. Oh, I like it. Um, what the hell was Teddy Roosevelt doing there? I'm going to tell you, okay? So, <laughs> there's this room there called the Florentine Room, and he made a speech there mm. where he basically destroyed the rest of his career because he um, gave up his claim to the Republican Party. He said he was done being in the party, and then he went off into Africa and did a safari thing, and then came back and tried to be president again, but was beaten down. It was, it was what crazy. in the actual fuck? Yeah, Teddy Roosevelt is a very complex character. I love him. <laughs> I'm if sorry, I'm, I'm really busy for the next six weeks. Yeah, I'm done being your leader. <laughs> yeah. So his apparition has been seen. <gasps> what? That's I a bad almost, face. No, I almost should said something so hard that would have had to have been edited out so much. Okay, you'll have to tell me later. okay okay so his ghost has been seen and then there's this very famous family they're like the main ones known you know about them because you gave me this whole backstory on them when Uh i was already researching it (laughs) and so i'm just gonna read it because so i don't remember their names but my notes do so oh (laughs) okay so there's the ghost of this little boy named carol tommy Okay. Okay. He roams the halls of floor 12. Okay. Yeah. So during World War One and Two, the Congress Plaza Hotel was used for a refugee for immigrants and, you know, refugees. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, so one such family with Adele Langer, and she was like 43. She was a Czech, Polish, I didn't write this down, Jew. And her like Czechoslovakian, Czechoslovakian, Polish, and Polish, I think, and Jewish, and Jewish, yeah. Woo, trifecta. So she really had to get out of there. I would say back in the day, holy yeah. shit! All right, she was a walking target. Yeah. So cool. she and her two sons, Misha, I love that name. That's cute. Yeah, name. four years old. Oh. <laughs> and Carol, Tommy, who was six, were waiting to meet up with their husband slash dad at the hotel. Okay. Um, they were also on a limited visa, or like, yeah, a visa. Mm-hmm. So it was going to expire. It was only six months, and it was like really going. She was having a nervous breakdown. Same. Yeah. It's a daily thing. She was worrying that they would send her back, and she was also worrying about, like, her husband, who wouldn't, you know. Well, if I'm, And she hadn't had, heard anything yeah. from him, yeah. So, For like a long time. Yeah, so they were waiting, and she was fearing deportation, and so finally, one day, she took her kids to the zoo, Mm. Yeah, and they had some fun at the zoo, so that's good, and then they came back to the hotel. I know this story, but like my stomach is dropping. And she went up to their room in the 12th floor, opened the window, and threw out both her sons, (laughs) and then jumped out herself. Oh my god. The only one who has been seen is Carol, Tommy. So the six-year-old? Yeah, the six-year-old. But people do say that when they go up there, they have feelings of being chased, mm-hmm. feelings of depression, anxiety, oh. panic. Um, Makes me feel sick. Yeah, someone watching them. So, oh. you know. Comforting. It's so comforting. 
So there's that one. So I'm just giving you a whole You have to tell the worst part about that story. Oh, yeah. Okay. So on the day that she committed suicide and what's the other word? It was a homicide and a suicide. Yeah. So on that day, she had received a letter from Canada offering permanent refuge and her husband showed up right after. Yep. So he got to go to the hotel and find out they were all dead. Yep. And apparently he tried to commit suicide after... He found out they were all dead, but he didn't, so... Oh, my God. Yeah. And then, speaking of little boys... America's not even that great anymore. We really are not worth killing yourselves to stay here. No. Go to Canada. They had permanent refuge there. If they had just waited to hear. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but crazy meltdowns get in the way. So... (laughs) It's relatable. It's very true. Coffee, Coke, or Gatorade? That's your three choices. You know... Choose your poison. Or I guess I said that wrong. Pick, Pick your, your poison. poison. So then, Don't speaking worry. of I little boy even. ghosts, huh? Yeah, there's another little boy ghost who haunts the fourth floor, or no, not the fourth, the ninth floor, and he's about ten years old, they say. Okay. And he wears knee breeches and high button-up boots. Oh, I love him. He sounds like a little boy from the Newsies. Oh. Can I just please be put on the ninth floor? That's like cute. Wait, is he like an asshole ghost though? No, I think he just runs around and they see him. Okay, because he looks like a little kid out of the Newsies. Yeah, so cute. And there's the ninth floor is pretty pretty much the safest floor, I guess, in the South Wing. Okay. Because there's not very many hauntings there. There is one room number, I think like 902 or something, that has a malfunctioning phone that will just give you constant static, but that's about it. You know. Did you know they even have, like, chains on doors that the, like, the guests can't use for that time being? They'll be like, you'll just walk past and there's chains on some doors. Because they're fucked up rooms? Yeah, and people can't stay in them. Oh! Yeah. Some poltergeist shit's going down in those ones. Yeah. That's cool. So, you know, don't stay on the floor with the most chains. I mean, I would. I would probably get batshit drunk and then go sit in the hallway in front of the chains, and I'd be like, if you're in there... Get out of that chain. Come on, do it. Like, yeah, I'm not going anywhere with you. It'll be fine. No. Probably not. No. I'll bring Sage. <laughs> You're just hiding behind this plant. I'm like egging it on to come out, and then I'm like, get back in, get back in. <laughs> no. Bad. That's what I would do. Okay. Then, this is my favorite ghost, the next one I'm talking about. His okay. name, they don't know his name, but they call him Pegleg Johnny. I mean, <laughs> how do you not love him already? Okay, Peg Leg right? Johnny. Peg Leg Johnny. So, there's been sighting of a man with a wooden leg around the South Tower since 2006. And a lot of people have seen him. He's harmless, but he likes to play with the lights, which I'm on and off and on and off. So. Okay. Um, and there are a few speculations about who it could be. Um, a few of them include... A hobo who had been murdered in the hotel. Jesus Christ. A homeless man who had been murdered in the alleyway behind the hotel. Okay. A 40-year... Or no, not a 40-year-old. A man who had a heart attack in the 40s in the hotel and died. Oh, my God. I didn't realize there were so many men with with wooden legs haunting No, like, what is wrong with this? Okay. And all of three of these different people had wooden legs? Yeah, they all have wooden legs. That's that's why. Apparently it was a thing back then. Yeah. Um, but did you want to hear my favorite speculation about who it could be? You're so excited. I'm so excited. Okay. Okay, so someone put forth this idea. Let me know if you've heard of him, okay? 
So, my favorite... Is he a pirate? No. Damn. Is the ghost of Conway the... Conway Kramer, the one-legged killer clown. What the fuck? Yeah, have you heard of him? I mean, how can... What the he's fuck? He's a one-legged killer clown. You're so stoked about this, and I'm, like, <laughs> terrified. Yeah, so... If I saw a one-legged wooden hobbling clown coming up... Have you seen it? No. That's why you're excited That's about why this. I refuse to watch it. Oh, no. Let start going... And that's public domain, so we're not going to be sued. (laughs) (laughs) Public domain. Yeah. So, do you want to hear his story, or do you want me to skip it? (sighs) Fuck, I guess. Tell me. (laughs) Okay. So. Are you sure? Like, I'm, I, I thought John Wayne Gacy was the killer clown. You don't know who that is, do you? I do know who John Wayne Gacy is. Thank you, my favorite murder. (laughs) (laughs) No. So, so there's another there's psychotic another asshole out there with a one, wooden leg. One wooden leg. Who yeah. was a killer clown? Yeah. He only killed one person. Do you know what would be god-awful terrifying? If we got John Wayne Gacy's DNA and this other guy's and did, like, that ancestry thing and, like, checked them and they were related. And oh, there's, like, some fucked up thing. In that the- would be crazy. Let's okay, not sorry. do that. Okay. My mind wanders. <laughs> okay, so here's his story. So he and his wife worked for the circus, but they were basically penniless. Um, and, sorry, I had a burp. <laughs> Ladylike as yeah. fuck. Anyway, so they worked for the... Who <laughs> want that on a sweatshirt? <laughs> That's so you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they worked for the circus, but they were penniless. So then, there was an heiress who came into town with her fiancé, and Kramer sent his wife to go pick him up from the airport, and told him, somehow, I don't know how... But she managed to convince those two to rent a flat with her instead of go to a hotel. Uh, see, back then, that would have actually... That's that's more feasible than fucking nowadays. Yeah, and this this flat was just down the uh, road, down road from Congress Plaza Hotel. So it happened right down the road. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, so this the singer... Or no, the heiress was named Sophia Singer... Okay. And um, they were very generous with their money. They were letting the Kramers use, like, whatever they wanted. But then they announced that they were thinking about going back to Baltimore, and that's when shit went down. Okay? Like, they got mad. They got in a fight. They got mad. (laughs) They got mad. And her fiancé was off betting and booking horses and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, apparently, Kramer says that they got in a fight, and he didn't attack her until she said something about his wife should join prostitution to make money Whoa. or something. That's what he claims. I don't know if it really happened. So, anyway, her fiancé comes back. This was in 1912, if you wanted the year. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Fiancé comes back home one night and found the keyhole stuffed. So, he broke down the door, and he found Sophie's Meat sticking out from underneath the bed. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She had been strangled and her hands had been tied with clothesline. <gasps> and Kramer's handkerchief was shoved so far down her throat that the police had to use pincers to pull it out. Oh yeah. my fuck. Yeah. But they originally thought it was someone else, so they accused them, him, of killing Sophie. And then it was like four years later that they caught the Kramers. And oh my God. yeah, the other guy got off scot-free. He was fine. So they caught the Kramers and the wife admitted to the murder. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, good. Fuck them. Yeah. 
can't trust those wives. So, (laughs) so Kramer said that um, he did it because, you know, he already had his wife testify against him. So he said he did it, but then both of them recanted later that they didn't do it. Um, And he, he was sent to jail for life. Um, She was sent to jail for life, a different jail for 14 years, but she only served one year. Oh. Yeah. Sounds like our justice system today. Yeah. That's awesome. So. Dickheads. He was going to be hanged, hung, something. <laughs> and he got off that. But he told the police when they were talking about hanging him, how do you hang a man with a wooden leg? You can't. You have to use a rope. That was the joke. Yay. That's why I couldn't tell you I had to lead up to it with a story. He's got a real sense of humor, huh? <laughs> Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, anyway, so when he was sent to prison, he promised that he would escape. He did. He escaped prison while on a service expedition thing, and he hadn't been caught. I assume he's dead now since it's not happening. I I bet it is him at the hotel, but I bet he was also, like, the bum that lived there because he had escaped, so he probably just lived there because the he was a homeless guy. The last time they saw him was in Ohio, so, you know. No, Haley, you're ruining I'm my ruining story. I'm ruining my story, yeah. But I was just saying it's probably not him, but he's my favorite one. No, it's him. It's he was the homeless the guy. guy. It's probably the, the same attack. guy. Shut up, Haley. Uh, no, I can't. Because Somebody else was at this hotel yeah. doing stupid shit. Yeah. And I'm waiting for you to get to that person because that is my absolute favorite part about this hotel. Okay, maybe I won't get to it. I don't know. So you asshole. You can you can throw it in. Go ahead. No, you do it. I'm doing the whole next segment. Well, if I don't have it, you can throw, jump in, okay? So I will kick your ass if you don't I have, have it. The shadow guy. That's about the last ghost. But then I have room hauntings and stuff. Okay, who else? H.H. Holmes. No, duh. That's okay. That's a fun fact, and it's not that's really That's not proven. a fun fact. It's a fun fact because they haven't proven it, so that's in the fun fact section. Oh, so we'll get fact. there. It's a fun fact. You know what's a fun fact? My fucking attitude problem. That's a fun <laughs> fact. You should be wearing my sweatshirt, okay? <laughs> it's probably true. Yeah, because my sweatshirt says current mood and has it's a okay. troll I'll take a picture. Okay. I'll put it on Instagram. Anyway, so the shadow guy... Um, many reports have circulated about a shadowy guy who randomly appears and a lot of people have seen him. Many people speculate that it's the ghost of Captain Lou Osheim, okay. a Spanish-American war vet who accidentally shot himself, supposedly upon waking from a nightmare. He had night terrors, but he got married just the morning before. Oh, yeah, I heard about him. Yeah. He had, like, bad nightmares. Yeah, night terrors, really. Well, yeah, but, like, there's night terrors, and then there's, like, night terrors. Yeah, with that voice, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, he shot himself after one of those. What a poor bugger. Yeah. And then, um, besides those main ghosts that I just listed, some of the rooms themselves are haunted. Okay, what happens? In the rooms? Yeah, I want to know. Like, do people get pushed? Hold on. Oh. And I have pictures to show you, and you have to post them. Don't you tell me what to do with my You're going to post them if I say... I have a say in this podcast. I'm a little one. <laughs> <laughs> Way to stay strong, Haley. <laughs> I don't ever stay strong. 
You have no iron fist capabilities. No, I have an iron tailbone, though. <laughs> what the hell? Okay. It was a nightmare. You're really good at sitting down, not standing up for yourself. Is that why? No, I was just see what I did there. Making fun of my surgery I had when I was twelve. Yes, surgery. Why do you think I have an iron tailbone? I didn't know you were being serious. I'm not. I'm joking. You're such an (laughs) asshole. Oh my god. My stupid. You have an iron tailbone. What's wrong with you? I was just like, how do you get through airport security? Well, I wouldn't have found that out until just this once, because. You know, that's the first time I've been on a plane. plane. Yeah. So anyway, (laughs) I want to go and see the gold room. I mean, just the name of it. It's gold room. Is it like real gold? I don't know. But if it is, we're stealing it. All of it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just throw it out the window. Yeah. So this room never stays locked, no matter how many times they lock it. Like, from the inside or the outside? Or either? Either. Okay. I don't know. Whatever. You're like, shut up and stop asking me questions. (laughs) (laughs) And then if there's a grand piano in it. In the gold room? In the gold room. I don't think it's a gold grand piano. I think we should live in this room. We should. Um, But photographs taken in front of that grand piano will usually come out with at least one or two missing people. I literally just got this (laughs) post right when you said that. Shelby, it would make me feel like a vampire. I want to be a vampire! Oh my god! Let's live there. Okay. So yeah, the gold room is my favorite. I could just imagine you laying on the back of the grand piano <laughs> yeah, while I'm like playing it. Where have all the good men gone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Obviously there will be a couple drinks out, but it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. So then there's a kitchen that's adjacent to the gold room, and the appliances will turn on and off even when they're not even plugged into the wall. Yeah. They're completely disconnected. (gasps) They're making ghost toast? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I was not expecting a joke. (laughs) That was a good one. (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay. That was good. Okay. And then... There's the Florentine room, which I already mentioned with Eddie Roosevelt. But many times, guests and staff have heard strange noises coming from this room, such as women whispering, piano and organ music, men humming, wooden wheels rolling on a wooden floor, screaming, and gunshots. But the room is always found empty. No, wait a minute. Back the fuck (laughs) up. No, I'm not going to. I'm going to roll forward like those wooden wheels. (laughs) I don't get it, though. It's just... I want Screaming, to... wooden wheels, gunshots. Like, wait, wait. I wanted to escalate really rapidly. I have so many questions. There's no answers. <laughs> You're probably right. Yeah. Why were there gunshots? I don't know. That ties in with the screaming. The wooden wheels, I would assume, I just saw like a little, you know, little serving tray carts back in the day. That was my, you know, going across the floor. That's one of my worst it, sound. Theory. It was actually like really accurate and concerning because it sounded like nails on a chalkboard a little Thank bit. You. I've been practicing that voice. Don't do it for again. When I need to go against someone in a dark alley. Speaking of which, you're there's just gonna dark wheel alleys. Speak at them? Yeah, there's dark all alleys all over in Chicago. Chicago, yeah, and it's almost like Chicago is one of the murder capitals of the world. That's weird. Well, I think it's one of the. I know it's got the highest murder rates, like statewide. Yeah. Chicago's a hellhole. Oh yeah, every time I, every night I was asleep there, I was waking up, woken up by sirens. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh I was like, yeah. It's okay. I'm safe in this tallest floor up here. I was in the like highest the, room of the tallest I was, tower. I was in the highest room. Besides the suite levels, yeah. we were on the highest floor. Okay. And it was awesome. 
Yeah, that. Chicago is a fucking hellhole. Yeah. So are you ready for the next room? Uh-oh. Room 441. Yeah. It's exciting. And the plaque for it looks like they took numbers off other doors, so it looks even creepier. Oof. It's just, you know. All right. DIY is not meant for hotels. No. Especially not this hotel. Okay. Yeah. So, this is the room that receives the most complaints, like, at the front desk. Like, people sleep in this room? Yeah, people sleep in this room. We are going to do it one day. No, we're not. I'm joking. I, I was like, to. Who is it? I'm really busy that day. <laughs> yeah, that night. Anyway, people who have stayed in this room say that they're shaken awake by the bed shaking. And then there's a woman Ooh. standing over them when they wake up. And then objects move on their wait own. Wait a minute. You yeah. can't wait a minute. Well, that's all they had on the woman that I saw. So She's just there. Yeah, she'll just stare at you. And sometimes she'll follow you up to the rooftop. There have been a couple instances where... I wonder if she, she jumped had... off the rooftop? I don't know. There was this... She uh, sounds... Psycho. One of the girls stayed in this room or something, or one of the girls' stories that I read, and they had one of those ghost app detectors that I oh, told God. you about, which is why I was like, okay, there's a such thing as a ghost app detector. Yes. Yeah, so they had one of those and said that her name is Mary, so that just gave me whole new nightmares about Bloody Mary, but... Oh, no. <laughs> I wasn't even going to say it, I just and you did. said it. It's I said fine. it. We're good. There's no mirrors around. Yeah. I'm not going to the bathroom for another week. Mm-mm. Yeah. So then, um, in room 474, the channels on the TV will change by themselves, and it was said that a judge used to live there for most of his life and would just... So he might still be haunting that room. Okay. And then this is my favorite guest, room 759. It supposedly pulled shut from the inside when guests tried to enter. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's like a hermit. <laughs> I love it. It is said that an old man stayed there and his son came to try to take him to her nursing home, but he wanted to stay at the hotel. Um, strangely enough, he was able to keep the door shut for quite some time, despite his son trying to open it okay. and the hotel guys. So, you know, he's still there trying to stay in the hotel. I respect that. Yeah. And then, in a couple of the unknown room numbers... Um, one room, guests have reported seeing a dead body lying in the bathtub at night. What um, the fuck? Yeah, it, the dead it's body... like you get up and pee and almost have a heart attack? Yeah, it would be so bad. <gasps> Look over and... Ugh. Oh my god, yeah. no. Apparently a woman committed suicide there by slitting her wrists in the tub in the 1970s. Oh! So, yeah, that's one of the... I didn't get a room number because it didn't say... And then oh, that made me nauseous again. Okay, you're cool. Welcome. Hmm. And then in another room without a room number because the staff won't release it. Yeah, they won't. Yeah. Yeah. Photographs will be flipped 360 degrees. Fuck off. Yeah. Every photograph in the room. I want to go take pictures in there. That I can do. Yeah. I... And then print them and hang them on the wall and watch them be turned around. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, like I get why they won't give out the numbers though because there's so many people that do stupid shit in places that are haunted. They yeah. don't want. Yeah. It's true. Seances or Ouija boards. They did have Ouija seance. boards are bad for you. Public service announcement. Yeah, thank you for that PSA. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now you want to hear my fun facts? Yeah. Okay. So there's a sealed off room on the 12th floor, and staff says that what happened in the room is so terrible that they can't, uh, they had to seal it off. They can't let anyone in. So, so what there's happened? just a wall where the door used to be. And, oh, they can't say. 
They can't say what happened. I told you that. But that's stupid. Now I want police reports. Well, you have to go find them. I might. Anyway, so you can go up to the 12th floor and there's just a panel where a door should be and you can see where the door should be and you can knock on it and there's hollow behind it. And apparently there's no room 666 in this hotel because they have an office there because they didn't want any more hauntings more than they <laughs> had. So, so. so they're like, we're going to cancel <laughs> yeah, this Yeah, we're out. done with that. Um, it said that... What's his name? Stephen King wrote his short story, 1408, based off of one of the rooms in here. Yeah. And that's the haunted suicide room. Um, there's really no claim that he did. They just made up that story. But it's a, you know, fun, interesting. Well, especially for Stephen King. Fans. Yeah. And then, here we go. H.H. Holmes <gasps> could have possibly met woman in the lobby that he would lure his murder lure to his murder mansion with promises of pharmaceutical jobs. Yes. Yeah, he lured the women. Well, but, I've heard that it was either this hotel or another one, yeah. but neither hotel will confirm nor yeah. deny yeah. which one it is. And I, again, I understand that because I, both of those hotels have got really haunted yeah. reputations, so I don't think they want mm. that there as well as. Do you know what's in place of H.H. Holmes' murder mansion now that it's burned down? No. A post office. Fuck off. Yeah. A post office? A post office. I I hope there's some ghosts up in that bitch that just let the letters just fly. I haven't heard anything. I'm legitimately going to find out if that post office is haunted. You should. Because it's on haunted ass ground and there yeah. was some awful shit that there happened in that mansion. Crazy stuff. So yeah, that's why I put it in the fun facts because okay. it's not substantiated. No, I know. Yeah, but it was around the same time that AJ Holmes was doing that. Anyway... Um, besides the deaths that I've already mentioned, others that have happened in the hotel include shootings, mm -hmm. poisoning by illegal moonshine. Yeah. Yes, queen. <laughs> Nail that one. That okay. awesome. There's been a lot of jumpings of people jumping out windows and stuff. Okay. Um, there was a man who was strangled with his own shirt and tied up with his socks. That one was crazy. There have been cyanide suicide. That sounds like it should be like a metal band, like a heavy rock cyanide metal band. Suicide. Cyanide suicide. You're welcome. That's the name of this. That. That's the name of this episode. Cyanide suicide. No, I told you the name. I was kidding. Look at your sad puppy dog face. It's like it was so clever. Okay. Oh my god. And then there's been quite a few people who fell down elevator shafts and died upon impact. Okay. So, fun fact. Since I'm still in the fun fact phase. The man who coined the phrase safety first died of a heart attack in this hotel. <laughs> I wish it had been something like he didn't check while crossing the road or something. safety first. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't. He just died of a heart attack. Kind okay. of let down. And then there's a room in the basement that is a toilet graveyard and someone in the hotel. Oh, wait. Yeah. Toilet graveyard. And there's another fun fact. Somewhere in this hotel, there's a place that looks like a hand is coming out of the drywall. And one of the guy who gives tours in Chicago made up the story that the guy got stuck in the drywall and it turned and snowballed out of this, but he was just joking. But it's still a fun So you know? can't say shit like that and expect people not to <laughs> I run know, with it. It was totally ran with. And, um, yeah, I would But I'm going to show you the photo, and it does look like a hand, but it's pretty. Okay, let me see it. Oh, I didn't mean now. Well, your segment's almost done, isn't it? It's done. Okay, then. So, okay. now or never. Now I'm going to look for the p pictures. I was going to... Hold on this. Here we go. The mystery hand. That's what it's called. Mystery hand? Mystery hand. Huh. It's a very clever name. <laughs> no. Come on, load. 
Did you not save it to your camera roll? No. I was oh, going to. Oh, is that too much sense made right there? Yeah. So that's what it looks like. What the fuck? Yeah. Crazy, right? It does look like a hand. But I would deadass believe that somebody's hand got caught in the wall and they were trying to, like, get out. <laughs> yeah. And then they found out it's not a glove and it's possibly not a real hand. So... But have they done, like, that x-ray shit where they can see if bones and stuff are behind things to see uh, if there's a skeleton inside of it? Probably not. Did you want to see a go? I mean, a picture of the shadow guy? There's a picture? Yeah. Like an actual And they've picture? analyzed it, and it couldn't possibly be a shadow of the guy standing in front because of the lighting okay. or the photographer. So the only I need thing this is, one, too, to go yeah, on Instagram. That's what I'm going to show you, so... That's the shadowy guy in the background. Oh, fuck me. Yeah. And they had someone... Let me see. Let me see. Ah, let me see. Okay. Don't like it. Yeah. They had someone do the same pose to see if, like, a shadow yeah. would show up. Same pose, same position. Nothing. Nothing. So... That's crazy. Yeah. Makes me really uncomfortable. I like the shadow guy. Oh, I got married and then died. Alrighty, you ready for my side? Okay, I'm so ready. Okay, so for my stuff today, for those of you listening that are new or don't know about me, I am, I hate this word, I'm a psychic Shut medium. Shut up, what? I know. I didn't know that. I what are we doing here? What are we doing here? <laughs> um, so... I'm obviously very intuitive, like we've talked about before. Mm -hmm. um, so people sent in a bunch of questions that they wanted answered about being a medium and what it's like and how it feels and all these different kinds of things. Um, so I decided that on my segment, I'm kind of just going to let you guys know how it works. And I'm going to have Haley go through some of these because there's a lot and pick some. Maybe we could probably do most of them. Um... So I can answer them for you guys. Yay! And... Just to let you know, she did have a real thing planned. But it ended up backfiring, so we'll get to that so later. So we're doing a Q&A right now, so Yeah, so Q&A time. Okay. Oh, and just so you know, the next episode we do is going to be a listener's episode. So send your guys' stuff in. I've got some stories and some different stuff I'm going to be reading. So you guys have to send those in. Yes, I'm so excited. Oh, don't care. Send them into our email. It's yes. H-E-K-Y-L-L-N-S-H-Y-D-E. So it's heckleandshide at gmail.com. I love reading your stories. It's so amazing. Oh, my God. She gets so excited. Yes, I do. All okay. Right, let's hear these. So Betsy S., to, like, serve their privacy, I'm just going to say the first letter of their last name. That's fine. Like it. Okay. Can I do voices? Please, God, don't. <laughs> you can do weird so, accents. That's what I'm saying. So, Shelby, how long have you had this gift? <laughs> do you see, hear, or sense them? By hear, I mean pictures, symbols, thoughts. Has any part of it ever scared you? Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> so, our first question was, how long have I been able to do this? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the first time I ever saw Spirit and was able to piece it together, I was about five um, you know, and then you go through that stage where you go through puberty and life comes in and, you know, ghosts are bad. So I didn't really get back into it and realize what I was seeing until I was about 21. I'm going to be 29 this year. So it's been a while. Yeah. Um, what was her next question? Um, 
how do you see, hear, or sense them? Okay, so there's different, there's like clairaudient, claircognizant, um, clairvoyant, different things like that. That's what those are actually called, their proper terms. Um, I feel stuff, which if I'm not mistaken is clairsentient. Um, Sounds right to me. Yeah, I, I can feel it around my physical body, like where someone may have been stabbed or if they were pregnant or um, if different things like that, I'll feel that sensation in my body. Um, but I will also see things in my mind's eye. The only way I know how to explain it is it's almost like, um, like a highlight reel, like an old school black and white movie. There's like these flashes and clips of little things. Um, and I'm able to piece it together with a little bit of like a spirit dictionary and a spirit dictionary is, this sounds like my kind of stuff. a spirit dictionary is like for example if if we have two loved ones that are crossed over like a husband and a wife Mm -hmm. and I see them and then I see two like rocking chairs on a porch for me that's my symbol for like they spend their entire lives together okay just because to me that's that's cute like Like, there's this little couple like a dictionary of emojis in your head yeah but like any any medium or psychic that I've spoken to we all have our own dictionary Mm -hmm. there's no book you can go find that's like the triangle Shut up, means I don't this. Hear anymore. <laughs> Just kidding. Go so ahead. yeah. So anyways, that's that. That's awesome. Yeah. I like I want to get my own dictionary, but I don't want to at the same time. Um she also asks, has any part of it scared you? Oh fuck yeah. Yeah. That's such a like I could do a whole episode on different stuff that scared me. There's absolutely been stuff that scared me. Okay, let's save it for that episode. Yeah. It'll be awesome. It'll be an awesome episode. Um, she also asks, any advice for one who may be open to becoming one or maybe has the gift yet not discovered? Is that possible? So, there is an incredibly rare case that I know of where somebody became one. Um, very different circumstances. Again, that's a whole different story, but it's not really something that you can just study and do. Um, you can learn how to meditate. You can learn how to raise your vibration. You can do different things like that where you might get some messages probably from your spirit guides and different things like that. But I don't, I don't want to tell anybody they can go out and teach themselves to be a medium because I don't, I don't personally think that that's how it works. You either are a medium and you can develop those gifts. Mm -hmm. Um, that's why there's mediums and empaths and whatever the situation is. But fun fact, um, all mediums are psychic, but not all psychics are mediums. That sounds that sounds like the rectangle square thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, so just because they're psychic does not mean they're medium. But if they're medium, they are psychic as well. That's cool. Um, I think that maybe there could be a case where there's a medium who's blocking her gifts. And oh, yeah, for sure. So then maybe it seems like she does, doesn't have the talent, but she's, like, blocking it herself. And then she mm-hmm. can open it up later. But, yeah, 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 yeah. I believe that a lot more people are gifted than they even realize. Just because as you grow older, you're kind of conditioned yeah. to ignore said gifts or feelings or vibes or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to reteach yourself how to live off of that sixth sense. Yeah. So. That does sound pretty intense, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, another question. Reva, I hope I'm saying this right. Reva, Reva, Marie asks, mm-hmm. 
Does a reading for someone just come to you when you're out in public that you share with someone if it's strong enough? I want to say that yes, it does. I've been there when she's done it. <laughs> Tell them the Starbucks thing. Oh my God. Okay, first of all, it was beans and brew. I oh, do not drink and support Starbucks. I am so sorry. I messed up. <laughs> Hashtag not a Starbucks fan. <laughs> um, <laughs> they make bad chai tea. <laughs> sorry. Every time. Um, okay, well, it's happened a few times, but yes, there was was an incident where Haley was there. There were three separate incidents God at damn the it. same place. It was three separate people, mm-hmm. okay? Um, I said separate. <laughs> so we we were going to get coffee, and they opened the window, and boom, there it was. And I was like, oh my God, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Like, it puts me into a complete state of panic. Oh, she was shaking. It does. It puts me into a complete state of panic only because when I do readings that are scheduled, they know what they're coming for and they know what to expect. When I'm out and about and, you know, just blurting this out to somebody, you never know how they're going to react. You don't know if they're going to yell at you or if they're going to cry. Like She cried. By, yeah, I've never had anyone yell at me. <laughs> um, I will. One of these days. You're an asshole. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she cried. And was happy, and then, like, there was another thing. Next day, same situation, different person. They cried, and I was like, you know what? I can't go there anymore. Yeah, and I dragged her, and then the third time, she, it happened again. <laughs> yeah, So, she stopped going. So, yeah, it, it absolutely <laughs> happens when I'm out and about. But I do my best to not walk up to people and do stuff unless the message is overwhelmingly strong. And then I'm like, all right, I have to go do this. Yeah. And it's interesting being there with you when it happens to you. Like, it's kind of scary seeing their reactions because you know how accurate you're being. And it's like, whoa, I didn't want to be in this personal moment. I did not need to know that about that person. <laughs> One time, a person was doing a tour through our um, workplace. And mm. she was like, and that guy has some motorcycle relatives <laughs> <laughs> and a motorcycle gang. And I was like, all right. Yes. Anyway. That's crazy. So then, Cassidy T. says, how are medians so accurate? I don't know how you can answer that. Oh, God. Um, well, the thing... Okay, so here's the thing. We're not always accurate. You know, there are going to be times where signs and symbols and things are... Misconstrued? Yeah, misconstrued or... I've had people that I'll be like, okay, like this and this and this, and they won't relate to it right then. And they've messaged me or called me two or three days later. And they're like, I figured out what you meant. <laughs> um, so it's not always going to click immediately, but I mean, the, the, the reason we're so accurate or some of us are so accurate is we take a lot of time, um, developing a relationship with our spirit guides and building that trust and getting to the point where if my spirit guide, you know, if I doubt something I'm being shown and I'm like, this isn't right. And they'll step in and be like, this is what you need to say. Um, so I have a whole nother backup force or a whole group of people working for me on the other side that people can't physically see that step in and make sure the messages that I'm giving are correct and will help um, the person requesting this information. And that's why not all of my, um, answers are always cupcakes and rainbows because sometimes that's not what you need to hear right then. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah. (laughs) 
I kind of want a cupcake now. I had one earlier. You jerk! Well, it was a chocolate muffin, but it was like a double chocolate chip muffin. Oh, that does not count. Uh, Sava, Seva, Nayama. <laughs> I'm gonna butcher their names. Oh, that's okay, I do the same thing. How did you know you were gifted? Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Um, it was more my husband. Um, so what was happening was, is I would be around people that he worked with or my friends and I'd be like, oh, this is going to happen or, oh, they're going to do this or that's how they're going to react to this or yada, yada, yada. And I was always right. Mm -hmm. Always right. So he just started to call me a witch and I was (laughs) like, I'm not a witch, I'm your wife. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so then I started to do some research on being a witch or like what that was, especially because paganism is such a big thing right now. Mm-hmm. And I started to find all these different things, people that had similar experiences as me and they were calling them like seers or mediums or, um, intuitively gifted or whatever. And I was like, Oh shit. So many euphemisms. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then I was like, okay, okay. This makes a little bit of sense. Um, and then from there I just kind of had to slowly get comfortable Shelby, did uh, I tell you? But I got a deck of cards was the first thing that I did. Right. Um, and what I would do to train myself is I would do a reading and I would write down what I thought or what I was being shown mm-hmm. before I picked up the card. Oh, wow. And then I'd move, I'd move the paper back and then I'd flip the card over. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if the card matched up with what I had already written down, it was kind of like reassurance that what I was seeing was... Right, and I could actually start trusting myself and my intuition and my signs mm-hmm. without needing a deck of cards. Did you know they did a science experiment on this kind of thing? No. They had people uh, tell them, they had just simple shapes on the cards, okay. and they hooked them up to like this machine to track brainwaves and stuff, mm-hmm. and they checked to see if people could tell them what shape they were holding up on the card, and some people could, some people couldn't, but the people who could had different brainwaves. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I didn't know they did that, but I kind of want to go do it. <laughs> um, Watch me get every single one wrong. <laughs> and I'm like, this is false. <laughs> um, how Kendra Michelle says, how do you open yourself more to spirit? Do you see the people or just symbols? And we already I see, I see people too. Yeah. Um, do you actually hear them when they talk to you? I do, but not like you hear me talking now. Again, a lot of it happens like in your head. So you have to kind of go through this stage where you're like, um, am I crazy? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you kind of are. Okay, thanks. Anyway, yeah. She also asks, is it possible for your kids to develop the abilities you have at a young age? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Kids are very intuitive naturally. Well, kids are still so young and untouched by the ideas of adults in the world around them, and their veil is still so thin that they don't have that. If they see people walking around, they don't have that instant, like, holy shit, what are you? They're just, there's just another person walking around the house. Mm-hmm. Um, I know my son sees a couple people, and I know my daughter sees people because she'll point to a certain area in the room and call these people by name that are not living anymore Mm -hmm. and I know she's never met them so the fact that she knows their name it's not people we talk about Mm -hmm. um so if she knows their name they're obviously communicating with her and telling her who they are because she'll refer to these people she points to by name yeah and that's crazy because she's just learning to talk Mm mm-hmm yeah um 
Have you, Tommy G says, have you ever stopped doing a reading because it was too bizarre slash creepy? Um, no, because before I settle into a reading, I make sure that one of the things I say to my spirit guides is that only anything with love, light, and purity is allowed to come through mm -hmm. um, so that I'm not dealing with anything bad and I'm not giving anything bad to these people that they don't need to hear. I've had some uncomfortable things come through. I've had some um, situations come through where I would rather not ever talk about it to somebody. <laughs> um, I think my worst one was... Um, up, uh, she had taken her own life, but a sibling of hers had raped her and oh. she was pregnant when she hung herself. And I had to go through that whole reading set. So I've had some strange, strange things come through. So, well, that leads right into my next question. Hmm. Lindsay W asks, what do you do if something more negative is trying to come through? Um, one of the first things I do when I sit down with people is I ask them, do you want to know everything? Everything will include the good, the bad, the ugly, and of course the good things that you came here specifically to find out. If they say, I just want to know this, that's what I'll stick to. Mm -hmm. Um, if they say, I want to know everything, which literally everybody does, <laughs> um, then I will bring it up. Yeah. Um, well, why don't you ever ask me that then? Huh? Because That's I already know. You already know what I'm going to say? No, I already know that you need to know what I'm going to say, whether you want to know it or not. Jerk! That's taking away my free agency. I am not God. That is not my problem. <laughs> um, Teresa L. says, can you sense other people who have psychic abilities? Yes. Okay, that was very succinct. Um... But, okay, following up on that, just because I sense it doesn't mean I will bring it up to that person. Mm. I am a firm believer in the fact that you will find out you have psychic abilities when you, are your ready. guide, and your soul are ready to take that journey. It is not my place to tell you. Your guides and everyone else will step in when you're ready. Yeah. Um, do you ever feel afraid of what you feel slash experience? I know you already had... No. This kind of question. No, because again, like my spirit guides, we have this whole thing where like, no, I work with love and light and that is the only thing that is allowed to come and be around me. So no. Nice. That sounds like it should be a, like saying I work with love and light. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is already. Um, Dustin L says what came first, the chicken or the egg? Fucking Dustin, that's my brother-in-law. What a shit. <laughs> I'm not answering that question. <laughs> oh, come on. We all know there's no beginning. They're eagle, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Brianna Nicole says, How do you guys actually know what's happening in people's life if you have never been in their life? Welcome to the psychic medium. Like, it's Yay. just what we do. I mean, I really wish I had an answer for that. Um, honestly, I can tell you it's probably better if I don't know you or know anything about you. Because then you as an individual will know that I'm not guessing or going off of anything that I know about you personally, if that makes sense. Um, but it's spirit guide connections. Everybody has a spirit guide. Um, <clears throat> and they're not confined to time or space like you and I are. Mm -hmm. 
So if I'm trying to tap into somebody's energy, whether they're right in front of me or whether they're on the other side of the country, as long as I can connect with my spirit guide, my spirit guide can get me the energy, the answers, and the wavelengths that I need. That's awesome. So, you remember when you were telling me about that time when you would check? I mean, you already had your card test, uh-huh. but you told me how you would check answers as you would see lights in your head, uh-huh. red and green. Yeah. Yeah. That was... Okay, I'm going to explain that. that. <laughs> okay. That's supposed to be a good intro. <laughs> You're like, duh, pick that up. Come on. Um, okay, so another thing I would do in the beginning when I was teaching myself is I would do a like a red light for stop or, or no, and a green light for yes or go. Um, I would ask myself a question kind of like you do with the pendulum setup. Um, it was like, is my name Shelby? And then I'd automatically see a green light in my head. You know, is my husband's name Casey? Green light in my head. False. It's not. It's (laughs) really Eric. (laughs) His middle name is Eric. Smart ass. Whatever. Um, you just ruined it. Sorry. Um, so different things like that. So I would say all these truths and I would associate them with a green light. Then I would say a bunch of lies or wrong answers or wrong facts. And I would associate them with a red light. Mm-hmm. And once I got that under control, I'd go back and forth. I would tell a truth qu- quickly for a green light and then a lie quickly for a red light and go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And then it got to the point where when I was out and about or I was doing readings the green light or the red light would just pop up for me. So, but I started to know. Yeah. You know what? I would hate to be your child because you would know when they're lying. Oh yeah. Red lights. When people talk to me and they're saying things, red lights and green lights come up all the time because words and energies, the energy you give off when Mm -hmm. you're telling the truth or lying is a completely different frequency. So I'll pick up on those and I'll be able to red light, green light, whatever you're saying quickly. What happens when they're not lying outright, but they're like navigating around it? What color of light do you see? Is it still red? No, I just know you're full of shit. Whatever. I just, it, it is. It's just this whole different frequency. Lame. Uh. I just wanted to see if what color I would get. Okay, <laughs> you're going to get a, a yellow. The bush. <laughs> I want a like purpley orange. Ew, gross. Never mind. I was saying, it sounds like ghost vomit. Yeah, because you know what that looks like. I don't. Like. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> she has so many sick ghosts on her hands. Oh, God. Guys. I have a hungover ghost in my closet. Remember? You oh, I was like, what? Yeah. Are we done with questions? Yeah, that's all the ones that I saw. A lot of them were repeat questions. Okay. That's so, what I was wondering. That's why I was coming up with my own, you know, because I'm good at random questions. It is so mother effing hot in here. It is. And I'm wearing a hoodie. So it's a good thing these people can't smell me. Right? Like, same. <laughs> um, hold on, guys. I need to check. It's a good thing I know my password, huh? Yeah, now I know it, too. What is it? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my hell. Um, so, yeah. So there's a little bit of tips on if you are developing psychic or medium that you can use that I taught myself with. Um, a couple answers for you. I don't know. If you're ever feeling overwhelmed when you were doing it, what would you do to help get through that time? Um, usually I would just sage. Mm, Yeah. Good way. Sage that shit. Yeah, I would. I would sage a lot. Um, I got crystals and stuff. I got a lot of different crystals in the beginning that I would wear that were specific to absorbing negative energy Mm -hmm. or stress or whatever. 
Um, it really wasn't that stressful when I started doing it. There, there are times when it gets stressful. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, but it, I don't know. It was, yeah. That's fine. Okay. Well, I was just thinking maybe leave it on a positive note of things that they could do if they're stressed out. But, you I know, would take a bath. Go get a massage. Yeah, massages, baths. I took a lot of baths in the beginning. Go see the doctor, get a really negative outcome. Oh, my God, no. Wait, no, no, we're not talking that. Okay. Oh, what the hell? I have problems. I mean, I wasn't going to say it out loud. It is so hot in here. Okay, well then, let's end this and go jump in the pool or something inside. I was actually going to go swimming tomorrow. I don't think my pool's open. You're denying me cool down? Did you bring a swimsuit? I will jump in fully clothed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Okay, guys, stage that shit. And don't forget to turn off the dark.